0: This is Using the Whole Whale, a podcast that brings you stories of data and technology in the nonprofit world. My name is George Weiner, your host and the chief whaler of WholeWhale.com. Thanks for joining us. Happy New Year, folks. Thrilled to be back. Thanks for joining us. As always, I'm excited to talk with our guests today, especially coming out of a time of the year of abundance and possibly that sort of one-time push of volunteerism, especially around soup kitchens and donating food. The solution that Adam Lowy, the founder of Move for Hunger, came up with is an all-year solution and it's actually designed to address the hunger that happens in our backyard. He's got some tremendous stats and figures, but more importantly an approach to actually recycling and uh, reclaiming the food that we normally remove uh, and throw away uh, when we move uh, our apartments or houses. Well, I just move my apartment a lot, but you get what I'm saying. I think it's interesting to hear how he thinks about this as a market-based solution, how he thinks about it from the data perspective, and how they use and leverage their online and offline presence to really address this issue. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. Founder of Move for Hunger. How's it going, Adam? I'm doing great, George. Thanks for having me. So, to jump right into it, like, where are you moving this hunger? I mean, I hope, I hope, wherever you move it, they, they actually want it. <laughs>
1: it's, a, it's a great question. So, we're, we're uh, located in New Jersey, but our reach is actually all across North America. We're, we're helping to, to feed the insecure population of the United States and Canada right now.
0: Yeah, and you have a unique approach to that um, that actually touches on on the move. How did you come across this idea, and can you explain what it looks like on the ground?
1: Yeah, so my family's actually owned a moving company here in New Jersey for about 90 years, and we got sick and tired of seeing people throw away perfectly good, unopened, non-perishable food when they were moving. I mean, think about it. You know, you're getting ready to leave. You're packing up your belongings. You're throwing away some stuff. Um, so what we started with was just asking people if they wanted to donate their food on their move. Um, and when we saw how excited people got and actually collected over 300 pounds of food in a month, we figured this is something everyone should be doing and we've kind of grown from that idea.
0: Wow, so literally I'm about to move and I have some canned food or you know, non-perishables and now instead of just throwing it away because I don't really want to bring my cream corn with me, uh, you guys provide a sort of network of movers that help people do this?
1: Yes, so currently we have over 630 moving companies across all 50 states and Canada that know to um, really provide our education and awareness materials and let you know that if you'd like to donate your unopened non-perishables, they'll pick it up as part of the move itself, and then they'll deliver it to the local food bank so it stays within your community. So um, this just becomes part of the process every day. uh, We are kind of mobilizing an industry for good. I'm curious, off the
0: top of your head, do you have... um you know, numbers on the amount of food waste in America or some of the, you know, staggering statistics I think that motivated you guys to create um, Move for Hunger?
1: Yeah, so un- unfortunately, uh, it's about 40% of all food in the United States ends up in landfills, which is crazy. Um, additionally, uh, 50 million Americans, one in six Americans struggle with hunger every day. So, um, you know, to, to us, it's really shocking that while so many people are going hungry, There's all this food being, you know, ending up in their trash can. So we found this correlation. We have an industry that's literally in people's homes every day. We figured maybe we could help change some of those statistics around a bit.
0: Yeah, I love that. And just for some
1: backstory, how how old were you when you founded Move for Hunger? Uh, I founded Move for Hunger at 24 years old. Um, So we just turned six years uh, this year um, and have fed over 5 million people to date um but it's been a it's been a heck of a journey from the very beginning um and it's it's been interesting to learn just kind of all the tools that have been at our disposal all along to figure out how we can be really effective with a small team and
0: that's really incredible and one of the reasons we have you on is actually to talk a bit more about some of the digital tools you've been using to make this kind of impact you've got one office correct you don't have offices in every 50 state
1: We have one office. We do have one remote employee out on the West Coast, but there's only seven employees here.
0: So talk to me about the relationship of how the website uh, MoveForHunger.org actually helps drive your mission forward.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, one of our goals is to, A, make people aware about local hunger issues and food waste issues. So we have a, a, a ton of content that just exists and we're creating on our website to really showcase um, what the needs are facing uh, the U.S. and the communities um, across that we touch upon. Um, additionally, our website provides a really great resource for people that, who are moving um, to put in their zip code and find a mover um, so they can come right online and really better connect with the moving companies that are participating. So now they'll have that opportunity to, to donate their food when they move. Um, and just like any other nonprofit organization, we have volunteering opportunities. We hold hundreds of food drives each year. You can donate online online. Um, but the, you know, since we are only present here in New Jersey and our network is very national, our website's almost the face and the way that people are able to interact with the organization.
0: Yeah, so you're able to not only help people find movers but also movers can find you there and register and sign up what is What does that process look like?
1: Yeah, so everything is um, connected to our CRm, um, which we use Salesforce. Um, Salesforce Foundation gives out 10 free licenses. So free is better than anything else. Um, And it's been a really simple and efficient way, to be quite honest, to be able to capture leads online, capture that data. goes right into our system, and then we're able to kind of go and better connect with the, whether it be the moving companies or the realtors or corporate housing providers, anyone that wants to become a part of our organization, collect food day to day as part of the relocation process, we kind of have a program in place for them.
0: Awesome, and obviously your goal is still to gather more movers uh, through this online forum and getting organizations to sign up as well, right? Correct, correct. Uh, Do you have any idea, I'm just curious, where you are with regard to the market size, like of what percentage of movers that you guys actually have?
1: Um, So of the moving companies that are part of van lines, I'd I'd say that we probably have maybe a quarter of the moving companies um or close to it uh currently they're involved with us over 630 movers um that that number actually might be a little bit high maybe, maybe it's closer to 20 to percent um but there's still a lot of room to grow uh, which is great and, you know we've been forming really strategic relationships with most of the the industry's key van lines such as atlas van lines or allied van lines or wheaton van lines Um, as well as the associations like the American Moving and Storage Association or the New York Association of Movers. So they're actually going out and recruiting and advocating to their members to join our network. And this is amazing because you've got a pretty, how big is your staff? Uh, There's only seven full-time staff and a ton of interns. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, So you have seven, seven staff able to manage over 600 movers
0: and like the requisite like sort of back and forth and membership that goes along with that?
1: So it's 600 movers, about 3,000 realtors, uh, corporate housing providers, and then um, even last year alone, we organized over 400 food drive events. So um, we're able to do that with a very small team and probably in part to kind of the website and and, uh, Salesforce being run as effectively as possible.
0: I think this is just incredible and a good learning for anyone who's doing a national program thinking that they have to, you know, expand regionally or potentially hire, you know, as – you know, just as many staff as you have potentially like members. Um, that's awesome. Um, but I'm sure you started off maybe a little bit slower. I'm curious, you know, what would you have done differently if you could jump in the hot tub time machine and, and go back and talk to 24-year-old Adam Lowy? <laughs>
1: Um <clears throat> I probably would have got a, a, a stronger CRM a lot earlier. Maybe we're moved on to a better um, uh, website platform. So in the very beginning when we were just starting and it was it was really just me um I had built our CRM in Microsoft Access which was kind of the thing that people did at the time but I didn't know I didn't know any better about the cloud that was just kind of so sadly that it's weird to say that was kind of new and up and coming 6 years ago it's crazy how far we've gone um and for the website um we were we were using just kind of old fashioned uh PHP and I was, I was communicating with my old college roommate who was still in Arizona. I was designing the imagery myself on Photoshop, sending him the JPEGs with a piece of paper, um, and telling him this is where I want each of these images to go to make up our website. Um, little did I know that there were other platforms (laughs) available out there, um, that were really easy to use, but, but maybe not necessarily, um, as popular quite yet. Um, I think I think had those tools been more available um, or had I known about those things, I would have jumped right into those and been able to spend less time drawing pictures of how I wanted my website to look on pieces of paper and more time actually recruiting more movers on board.
0: <laughs> well, nothing wrong with getting the job done and you're on you're on WordPress, you said now, right exactly we uh, we love WordPress cool, so let me move toward what you're now measuring with regard to on the ground impact and website engagements that tell you that you're on track for the outcomes you're
1: after. Yeah. So we, we measure everything. I mean, I I think that's one of the benefits of Salesforce, but um, you know, some of the things that we really pay close attention to are a membership. So our new members signing up, uh, you know, movers or realtors or whoever, and how long is that process taking for us to get them through the system? Um, You know, if we see someone sitting in there for four months, Uh, or we haven't reached out to them in several months uh, kind of part of that communication process we're not doing our jobs very effectively and ultimately uh, those companies aren't going to be collecting food Um, pounds is a really important metric are we collecting food it's one thing to you know be putting out fancy uh, websites and uh, collateral and education material but if they're leading to no results um, then we know that we're again not doing our job so um, anytime we make a change um, we just update or we're updating currently all of our collateral materials for all of our moving companies. Um, we want to make sure that uh, A, it's easier to read, and B, the call to action is much clearer. So next year, when we look at the numbers, we can say, did this one significant change actually drive more food donations to come to B? Um, and finally, uh, is just monetary donations as well. So um, we're able to track, you know, what is our average gift? Um, are people donating more than once a year? Um, are there certain events that are doing better with uh, donations than than others? So um, to be able to figure out how we're able to drive more revenue to the organization is an important component as well.
0: Yeah. And I think you mentioned this. You're also looking for the number of people that are actually searching to find a mover. You've built this really dynamic marketplace now that helps promote the movers that are involved. So there's something in it for them too.
1: Correct. Correct. And, you know, we've actually, we uh, gave out, I think, Um, Now, you know what, I don't have that statistic on me right now, so forget that thought. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: but just to to close the loop there, I'm a moving company and I want to be listed on Move for Hunger, and you're sending, you know, hundreds of people to potential movers when they're looking to move through that Find a
1: Mover tag, right? Correct. So, um, you know, we're creating more value for the moving companies within our network because normally they'd have to go out and pay for these leads or they're figuring out ways to market um, by us being loud and getting people socially engaged in this issue and, and letting them you know be able to think that i can I can find a mover who will move me professionally but also be able to donate my food with them and we 're going to provide this lead free of charge to the moving company. The mover is very happy the customer is very happy because they 're able to feel good about moving, um, and everybody wins you know hopefully we 're going to collect some food from that person.
0: Yeah, and I think that's a great narrative to have as well.
1: How are you getting most of your movers to to sign up right now? So believe it or not, um, the majority of our movers sign up through word of mouth. Uh, um, We travel quite a bit. Um, As great as technology is, I still believe in talking on the phone and meeting people face-to-face. So by creating strategic partnerships with many of the industry's leading associations and corporations – They become almost our recruiting arm. So, as an example, um, Atlas Van Lines, when they joined us two and a half years ago, we had already had 15 of their agents participating with us, and maybe they collected 15,000 pounds of food that year. When Atlas joined us as an official partner, uh, we've now grown to work with over 100 of their agents and deliver almost a half a million pounds of food uh, with them. So. Um, you know, by them actually pushing and recruiting on our behalf, it makes it easier for us to scale and grow our impact.
0: Totally. And, you know, you're a little old school with this, like, you know, boots on the ground. I think you travel like 15 times per, uh, per month, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> how do you actually track your on the ground activities and regional events to, you know, online behavior?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, part of it is can we capture data on the spot? So when we're at all of these different industry conferences, we're trying to get these moving companies to sign up and, you know, we've got our laptops, we've got our iPads where they can just, you know, go to move for slash join and sign up right then and there. Um, they become part of these campaigns that we can kind of see, uh, was this conference a good one for us to go to? Should we go back to that um, based on, you know, what kind of participation that we're seeing on the ground? Um, Additionally, uh, if one of us is talking or if we're giving out an award, looking at social media, are we seeing the retweets and the shares and the conversations that we want to see while we're traveling? So, um, yes, a lot of it does involve us, you know, shaking people's hands. um, But additionally, how does shaking that hand convert to them doing something on our website, whether that be joining us or making a donation or saying they want to get involved in some other way?
0: Yeah. So I imagine also Google analytics plays a little role in, uh, as well to, to tell if anybody's actually converting, um, when you give a speech somewhere or you're active on social media.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, if I, I just spoke at the, uh, Washington hunger coalition's conference a couple months ago, um, to about 300 food banks across the state. Um, it was interesting to see just how many, you know, uh, hits our website got from Washington state immediately following that. So, um, you know, my job wasn't to get any of them to make a donation or to sign up there, um, but it was to educate them about how Move for Hunger could be a resource for them. Um, and to see them going through our pages was, was really cool to see.
0: Nice. So switching, I guess, to the larger, larger sector, um, what is your advice to other nonprofits tackling digital
1: impact? Um, there are a lot of really great tools out there. Um, and it seems trite to say that that can help you work smarter, not harder. Um, you know, and, and, uh, measure as much as you can, because when you have data, you can tell stories with data. Um, I was looking at things even just last week, um, that we'd been measuring for a while, um, but maybe not looking at the data in the appropriate way. Um, you know, things like, uh, email open rates and click rates. Um, and by analyzing those a little bit more clearly, and figuring out what's the most successful, we can you know really pinpoint what were the subject lines and what times were going out. Um, that's data that you have access to that generally there isn't a cost to. Um, use that um, and it's going to make your organization more effective. All
0: right, so let's move into our rapid uh, rapid fire around uh, if you are ready. Yeah, bring it on. okay. What is one tech tool or website that you or your organization has used, uh, started using in the last year that's made a significant difference?
1: Um, I know it's been around for a while, but Hootsuite. Um, We signed up for it like three years ago, but we never actually really used it. Now that we have someone in charge of social media, uh, we're cranking out uh, social media posts like no other, and it's it's made life so much easier.
0: What tech dragons do you need to slay in the coming year, things that you see as issues and you're like, oh boy, I got to fix that?
1: Um, As great as Salesforce is, there are always pieces that I think that we can be doing better, managing the flow of information from someone that is not yet working with us um, to becoming almost a Move for Hunger superstar, if you will, and someone that wants to hold food drives and donate and get involved, etc. So there's a lot still, I think, that we have yet to do with Salesforce.
0: Talk about a mistake you have made um, in creating Move for Hunger or anywhere along your journey.
1: Um, From a technology standpoint, correct? You know, we'll go with technology if that helps us frame it, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so one of the things that uh, we cared a lot about for our first three years of Move for Hunger, maybe even four years, was how many likes are we getting on Facebook and Twitter? That number was something that was really important to us. Um, and every month we measured it and, you know, when we hit 5,000 followers or 10,000 followers, it was a major milestone. Um, but looking back, that number really doesn't matter. Um, what really matters is of the people that are engaged with you or following you in, in some regard, um, what are they doing? Are they convert, are they going to your website? Are they converting in some way to, to do whatever action item that you're asking of them? Um so, I probably wouldn't have cared so much about that number if I could go back back a little bit um, and worry more about what am I trying to get these followers to actually do?
0: Nice. What would it take for your organization to successfully go out of business?
1: That's our goal first and foremost, and I think I think we can do that um, as much as it terrifies my staff. Um, <laughs> you know, we're not, not fixing all of hunger or food waste we are fixing food waste within relocation. If we can get enough moving and relocation companies to participate and then create enough demand from the general public to make, you know, donating your food when you move, just kind of a standard operating procedure, then we have changed a process. And when you change processes, it becomes something that sustains over time and eventually we won't need to exist. Um, that truly is my goal. We want, we want this to become the thing that happens when people move and, and, I'd say we're well on our way. We're we're just getting started, but we've certainly come a long way in six years.
0: What is something you think uh, your organization should stop doing?
1: Um, we have a mantra that we write on our whiteboard that says "just say no." <laughs> uh, it's like the anti Nike.
0: <laughs> Motivational. And, can you can you tease that out a
1: little? <laughs> so. Uh, you know, a lot of people reach out to us. I mean, when you search, you know, how to hold a food drive, or one of the we're mo- one of the first things that pops up. Um, people are, are always looking for ways to engage with us, with with, and sometimes they're ways that you know really aren't what we're supposed to be doing each and every day as core to our mission. So recognizing, you know, what that might sound or seem like a really fun idea, but that's going to involve a lot of time and effort that really isn't going to end up. Um, You know, bringing the results that we need to help more people or to drive our mission forward. Uh, um, So learning to say no, I think, is an art and a very difficult one. But the more that we're able to say no, uh, the more effective our yeses can become.
0: If you had a Harry Potter style wand and you could wave it across the industry to change one thing about the nonprofit sector, what would it be?
1: Collaboration. Um, You know, I I came into this the, the... hunger relief space, if you will, knowing nothing about nonprofits or food banking or hunger. Um, I've certainly learned quite a bit. Um, But what I see uh, within my space and and many other sectors is the fact that there is a lack of collaboration. Nonprofits are are constantly competing for um, uh, PR and brand and dollars, more importantly. Um, And if everyone would just work on what their core capacities are and figure out how we can help each other, we'd actually be able to solve more problems. And um, you know, again, our goal isn't to be here forever. Our goal is to solve a very small piece of this large problem that is is hunger and food waste. And if we can solve this piece, then we can move on to the next piece to to tackle.
0: Adam, I think it is uh, very admirable how focused you guys are on this niche and this particular intervention. And you have your eyes set on a solution. I think you're gonna find it. To wrap up here, how do people find you and how do people help you?
1: Um, if you'd like to get involved or make a donation to the cause, you can, you can visit moveforhunger.org, M O V E F O R hunger.org. Um, and just check us out on social media, too. Interact with us. We're always looking for new friends.
0: Brilliant. Thanks for spending the time with us, Adam. And uh, take care. Thanks so much. Is doing a lot of things right here. I love the way he's using a market-based solution, tying together the movers, not just going after people moving, but the people actually implementing this uh, this critical change when you have somebody moving their home and obviously wasting food. So he's gone at it from that market solution. He's tied together a number of movers, about a third of the market here. And he's balancing the offline and online work to make sure that the, the materials and the strategies, and the outreach they're doing actually makes a difference. Are you raising more food? Are you saving more food, or are you not? And that's a great bottom line metric to hold yourself accountable to. I think my favorite part of this this interview is when, um, I have it right here, pull it up, uh, when he talks about this idea that it's one thing to put out fancy collateral and, and websites, but if it doesn't lead to results, uh, it's time to make a change. how many of us, you know, just between you and me and these headphones. I mean, how many of us out there have seen a nonprofit sort of stop and celebrate success only when they've put together a great brochure or a great flyer and call it a day for awareness? We handed out 30,000 flyers last week, we did it. Did you? Are you going as far as Adam is to say, well, what if we change the wording and the action? What if we change the way that we position this to people and would we get a higher return? Obviously, there's always more things that we can be working on, but I think that's the level that we got to strive for. I think that's what we, we should be pushing for. Once we're measuring the right things, hold ourselves accountable to it. By all means, create the awesome collateral, put it out there, celebrate it, but at least when you're having that internal conversation, say, did we move the needle on awareness? Did we move the needle on hunger? And I really think that Adam is. He's doing a fantastic job. We've got some of those resources like the uh, Salesforce uh, Foundation um, and the Free Salesforce seats that you can get uh, on the show notes uh, for the show, Move for Hunger. And this is episode 44. Thanks for joining us. As always, we'd love to hear from you, so keep in touch. This has been Using the Whole Whale. For more resources on today's show, please visit wholewhale.com slash podcast and consider following us on Twitter at Whole Whale. And thanks for joining us. Today's music uh, from the very well-known, well, at least in our circles, Greg Thomas and the song Together. Also, exciting update, Greg Thomas is now the campaign strategy whaler at Whole Whale. So if you're working with us, hopefully you'll be working with him.